welcome welcome this is made for more a monthly podcast um targeting women of god this is uh pastor Maima moore who will be your moderator and your host welcome we as women of god we are made for more happy new year 2024 I don't know about you, but I have entered the new year in great expectation of seeing the manifestation of the glory of God, of the power of God. I believe that we will see more of the manifested presence of God in our lives and in our local churches. You see, um, Isaiah which is one of my favorite uh, um, passages starting from verse 1 says arise and shine your light has come the glory of the Lord is risen upon you he says darkness will, will cover the earth and gross darkness the people but the Lord will arise upon you and we know that the world is getting so dark we see all the wars the terrible things that happened in 2023 but in the midst of that darkness, there is a light that is shining bright. And that light is the church. We are the light. Jesus said um, in Matthew, he said, A city that is upon a hill cannot be hidden. Why? Because in those days, the uh, cities were on the hill. And the city on the hill, and I think even these days, a city will have light. All around the, the, the surrounding areas will be dark, but the city will be um, um, lighted. So that is the cry of the Spirit in the hearts of believers. That is the cry. Arise and shine. Your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. So Happy New Year 2024. And I believe that we shall see great and awesome things. Today I want to talk about fire. I want to talk about the fact that we have been called to be um, the fire of God, for the fire of God to burn in us. Okay, I believe that in addition to us being light, God's desire for us is that we be um a burning and a shining light. The, the word of God says in Hebrews 1, he says that he makes his ministers flames of fire. God himself is fire and he makes his ministers flames of fire. So we have a responsibility to allow the fire of God to burn through us. Okay, so I want to read um, in uh, Hebrews chapter 12, starting from verse um, 18 to 22. It says, but you have not come unto the mountain that may be touched and that burned with fire and to blackness and darkness and tempest and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words so that those who heard it begged that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. For they could not endure what was commanded. And if so much as a beast 
touches the mountain, it shall be stoned or shot with an, with an arrow. And so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I'm exceedingly afraid and trembling. But you have come to Mount Zion. You have come to the real thing, child of God. You have come to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to an innumerable company of angels and the general assembly. You have come to the church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all. You have come to the spirits of just men made perfect. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than Abel. It says, see then that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape, who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. So I want to skip down to verse 28 that says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. Last month, uh, we were talking about, well, two months ago, we were talking about what? Reverencing God, okay? That we as Christians need to reverence God. So here the Apostle Paul is saying that um, we should know that God is a consuming fire. Now, when he reverences Moses, Moses, the glory of God, the presence of God came on the mountain like fire and Moses was so afraid. Well, that same God of fire has not changed. In fact, Paul is making the point here that now you have come to the real thing. You have come to the real Mount Zion. And he said, our God is a consuming fire. So the point I'm trying to make is that God that Moses and the children were so afraid of, that is fire. Guess what? He is living inside of us. We carry him. And because we carry him, we carry what? His fire. That is why I know it was talking about the angels when it says it, it makes his, the, his ministers flames of fire. But I think we can relate it to ourselves. We as Christians are called to be fiery. If we will manifest the glory of God, if we will manifest Jesus in the earth, we then need to be a people of fire. Okay? So we said that in Exodus, when God descended upon Mount Sinai with fire, with smoke and loud noise, he told Moses that the people should not come up or his wrath will break out among them. And as we saw, even Moses was so afraid. They were afraid of the God of fire. But we, we do not have to be afraid of God. In fact, we carry him because it says here that we have come to Jesus and the blood of sprinkling. So because Jesus lives inside of us and that blood of sprinkling is in us, we do not have to be afraid. However, we are still called to recognize this God of fire. We are called to recognize his omnipotence, his strength, his majesty, and his glory. This one. That fire goes from him to destroy his enemies. And we should worship him with what? Reverence and awe. We have been saying that we want the Shekinah glory. We want the greater glory to descend upon us in greater manifestation. 
Well, as I said before, and I'm saying again, it is when we recognize this one with whom we deal, and we give him reverential fear, worship, honor, respect, then we will experience his glory as fire like never before. But the glory as fire is not coming from on a mountain. It is coming from inside of us. You see, every time God introduces himself, he is seen as fire and as light. He appeared to Moses as a burning bush that could not be consumed. He went before the Israelites as a pillar of fire by night. This quality of fire speaks of God's holiness, of God's zeal, of God's power, and of God's judgment. You see, in the natural, there's no way that fire will be somewhere. It does not affect Fire will destroy, fire will also bless because it will give warmth. In agriculture, they have what they call control burnings, okay, or prescribed burning, where they will set a place of fire, they plant it so it maintains the health of the forest. Well, the fire of God is resident inside of us as believers, as a control burning to be a blessing to all we come in contact with. Fire is also used to purify precious metals. Hmm? So if you want to purify gold, you will use fire. So the God of fire lives inside of, lives inside of us as fire, and he wants to set up, us on fire so that we can be his ministers of fire to do what to bring blessing to cause purification of us and also to destroy his enemies by fire god wants us to be full of his zeal of his passion of his holiness jesus john the baptist speaking of jesus he says jesus christ is the one that we want he says, the one that's coming after me, he will, he's mightier than I, and he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And that is what happened on the day of Pentecost. When the Holy Spirit came, the Bible says that he was like what? Clothing tongues of fire that separated and went on all of them, and they were baptized with the Holy Ghost. And they were baptized with fire. And we see what happened. When this fire baptism took place in the upper room, the noise spread abroad. The disciples did not have to go and tell anyone something is happening. In fact, the people ran to see. In the same way, when we are set ablaze as individuals. When you are set ablaze, when you become a minister of fire, hey, people will be attracted. They will come. It will be noise abroad. You see, when a church is set ablaze, when a church becomes that fiery uh, 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 presence of God's power of God's holiness of God's presence and of God's zeal we don't have to advertise it people will begin to hear 
and people will begin to come. And this is what God desires to do in these last days. This is his desire. This is his plan. He wants to set us on fire so that the world, so a man of God said, God set me on fire so that the world can come and watch me burn. Let me read something here that Jesus said that it is said of John the Baptist. He says that John the Baptist was a burning and he was a shining light. So we want to be a shining light. Many times we talk about the shining light. You know, we want to be the city on the hill that cannot be hidden. But you, you rarely hear about the burning light. But John was not only a shining light. He was a burning light. And that is God's desire for us. That we can be a church on fire. We can be a believer on fire. Like John, we can be a burning light. We can be full of zeal. Full of passion for God. The Bible says of Jesus. When he came to the temple and he whipped the, the money changers because he was, you know, he, 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 um, he didn't want to see his father's house being done in such a way that God was not giving reverence. The disciples said something. They said it was told in the Old Testament that the zeal of the Lord had heat, eaten him up. So in the same way, we must be filled with passion for God, with zeal for the things of God. We must be a church on fire, believers on fire. We must become women of fire. And like I said, when fire is somewhere, you don't have to advertise it. That is what God wants to do in you. That is what God wants to do in me. Now, we know that God lives inside of us as fire. So why is it many times that this fire inside is not in manifestation? It's because we do not trust and we do not yield ourselves to God. <coughs> we do not give ourselves fully to him so that we can be a people who will be full of zeal, full of passion, who will be burning with intensity. You see, Jesus told the, the Laodicean church, he said, I don't want you to be lukewarm. I want you hot. I want you cold. In other words, I want you to have some passion. In the same way, we must be. The word of God tells us in um, Matthew 24, Jesus says, One of the hallmarks of the last day is that believers will be lukewarm. Well, the opposite of lukewarm is burning hot. I don't know about you, but as a woman of God, in these last and evil days, I want to be a person on fire. I want the, the God of consuming fire who lives inside of me ah, to make me a minister of fire. Like John the Baptist, I want to be a burning and a shining light. Like the disciples on the day of Pentecost, I want the fire of God to so flow out of me that the world will come and see. Next month, we'll go more into detail to see how we can become that fiery believer that this world is looking for.
how we can become full of passion for God, full of zeal for God. Hallelujah. Full of the holiness of God. We are allowing God to, to push us. And in fact, if you have been following this podcast and we, you have been doing you know, the different things we have said and also in church, you will become more of a fiery believer. But I believe that there are other things that we can do that God wants to show us that will make us more the fiery believers that we should be. So um, look forward to that. But for now, I will stop here and I will say that in this last day, God wants the spirit of John the Baptist a burning and a shining light ministers of fire women of fire to arise i pray that you are blessed happy new year again and we look forward to what god will do with all of us in this new year god bless you i love you and have a a, a wonderful year a wonderful month in jesus name